0: The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors.
1: This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next-generation broker portal that gives you more speed and control over the process. You can now disclose, lock, and manage your loan seamlessly from start to finish, all in one place. It's another reason why greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is the Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply.
0: Today, the industry is dealing with a tough market. But what's making it even harder for brokers is an ongoing price war between UWM and Rocket. Small players in the wholesale market are being crushed by competitors with more capital to support rate cuts. Then again, UWM CEO Matt Ishbia once said, there's no such thing as friendly competition. Welcome to The Principal. I'm Katie Jensen. And today I'm joined by Austin Nemec, Executive Vice President of Rocket Pro TPO, who will give us his take on the price war.
2: What's up? Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Good. So Rocket's been doing a lot lately, coming out with a lot of new initiatives. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of expected, right, in a, in a hard market. Um, but I'm wondering um, if you could p- kind of put it into a statement, the ultimate goal of all of these initiatives, um, what would that be?
3: to help brokers
4: grow and thrive in a challenging market. Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: Is it also, I mean, how much of, of the plan is to gain market share and how concerned are you with that?
4: One of our core principles here, we call them our isms, is the numbers and money follow, they don't lead. We know that when we provide true, real value to the broker community, And we serve them, then everything else will follow. Market share, however, you want to measure success, but um, whether it's rolling out new products and we're rolling them out left and right, whether it's building great new technology—I mean, we've invested over a hundred million dollars in our broker-based tech over the last twelve months. Whether it's you know know, building out frus and custom operations team for the broker community, while others are lenders are kind of doing the opposite, um, cutting back and and uh, pulling, pulling back from investing, we mm-hmm. do all those things and we serve the broker community genuinely and honestly, um, then yeah, the, the market share will grow and production will grow, but we're mm-hmm. focused on, uh, on providing value. Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean, the market doesn't seem like it's going to let up anytime soon, but what is your opinion of what's going on in wholesale right now? And I know that Rocket really promotes choice among brokers. So I imagine you you don't really like to see all of these wholesale brokers um, or wholesale lenders shut down.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's a tough market. And if you aren't well capitalized, if you're not willing to invest and you're not in it for the long run, you're seeing people get out. And um, at Rocket, we're in a strong position to do all three of those things. We're, we're blessed to be very well capitalized. I mean, we're public our financials are out there. We're in an incredibly strong cash position. We're willing to invest and have brokers' backs. You know, Others are pulling out. We're investing, like I said, in tech and products, and we're not shying away. I mean, you saw what happened in COVID. Um, a lot of lenders showed their true colors. Matt Ishbia went into a corner and abandoned the broker community for months and months and months, and we stood strong and helped put the broker community on our back and helped them win. And then number three, we're in it for the long run. You know, we we actually got into wholesale in 2009 when everyone was sprinting out of wholesale. Things were very tough. Everyone was abandoning brokers, blaming brokers. That's when we started in wholesale. And people thought we were nuts, but we knew that we were in it for the long run. Um, we we're set up for the long run and we would help bro- brokers grow for the long run. And that's what we've been doing, you know, for the last 14 years and we will continue to do for decades.
2: Mm-hmm. And I mean, in an environment like this, do you feel like you have no choice but to kind of push? I mean, some people would call these initiatives aggressive, even mm-hmm. if that may not be your intention. Um, but do you feel like at this moment you really don't have a choice but to come out with new creative initiatives, despite what the consequences may be for competitors?
4: It's a good question. I mean, we're doing what we've been doing the last 14 years. Whether the market is great, or whether the market's tough, um, or it's normal, when you look at Rocket Pro TPO, we spent 14 years just building and investing. You've seen other lenders pick and choose when they want to uh, put uh, put it on the line, like COVID. You know, Matt Ishbia chose not to. He said, "I'm going to go and." to a corner and cap my rates and, and basically tell brokers to go somewhere else. And we put it on the line mm-hmm. and we put the broker community on our back. We onboarded thousands thousand of his broker partners in a few months and help them grow and win. Um, I think what you're really starting to see is brokers come to the realization of what's going on. Um, if you look at forums and chat rooms, brokers are really waking up. Um, Matt Ishby is bad for the broker model. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brokers are, uh, they serve a very specific and a very powerful purpose in this mortgage industry. And that's giving consumers options and giving giving consumers choice. And um, the broker model, the beautiful thing about it is it's built with the broker being in control. The broker is the boss. We lenders work for the brokers and we have to earn their business. Um, And the broker's duty is to have the ability to tap into a wide range of options and lending partners and have choice and have freedom and have optionality. And what brokers are starting to see and waking up to, again, you're seeing it, is that Matt Ishby is deliberately and systematically destroying that model um, to enrich himself. And he Mm -hmm. isn't shy to admit it. I mean, he came out with the ultimatum where he told brokers, you can't work with Rocket or I'm going to sue you $50,000, even if it's better for your consumers. He then said, you can't work with Fairway. Even if it's better for your consumers, I'll sue you $50,000. Now with his game on strategy, he's essentially admitting and saying and bragging that he's out to drive out his competition. And put them out of business. You listen to the earnings calls and him on stage. Mm-hmm. But what brokers are realizing is oh my goodness, Matt Ishbia's competition that he's trying to drive out of business are mortgage brokers' partners, mm-hmm. their options, which is their superpower. So by driving out Loan Depot and celebrating it, brokers lost an option. And by driving out Amerisave and celebrating it, brokers lost an option. And as Matt Ishbia celebrates these things, brokers are being harmed by it. And Mm -hmm. the model he claims to support and promote, he's destroying. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. You
4: know, he's funding trade groups that are attacking brokers if they don't side with him and his ultimatums. And you're seeing him support and fund what are essentially net branches of his um, that are recruiting other brokers. Loan officers and things of that nature. So, again, he's systematically and deliberately destroying the broker model, which he claims to support. So,
2: mm-hmm. and I think it's very clear um, that Matt is openly admitting to starting a price war. Um, but a lot of uh, places in the press are labeling it as UWM and Rockets price war. And I assume that your name's up there because you're just another big competitor um, compared to a lot of people. And you're it seems like people are left between a choice you either retaliate or you face consequences for it. So what is your response to people saying this is UWM and Rockets price war?
4: The re- the reason that
3: um well one of th- one of the
4: things we've been incredibly proud of over the last, you know, 14 years but when you really look at over the last 5 years is our consistency. Especially when it comes to pricing, when you look at what we do—the product, the speed, the price—we're very, very, very consistent. And where you see others, it'll they'll come and go, and they'll choose a time like right now to take advantage of price and and try to try to basically buy brokers' business, and then when it's convenient, take the price up. And you're already seeing that with Matt Ishbia. I mean, he said it. He said I could either go buy a mortgage company right now. I'm paraphrasing, but this was in. Um, earnings call Mm -hmm. or I could use price to go buy the business. Um, And when I buy the business and the market share goes up, then I can take my margin up And, and brokers are realizing this as the loan depots go out and Amerisave goes out and others go out. And then Matt Ishbia continues with the ultimatum and doesn't allow brokers to use us in fairway he's taking his margins back up and you'll probably see that continue to happen. You're already seeing that over the last couple of weeks. And so we have just been very consistent. Now, look, we're always gonna put our partners in a position to win. And when other lenders make moves, we always look at it and we're responsible and um, we make good business decisions to put our broker partners in a position to win. And yes, so when, when lenders do extreme things, of course, we'll adjust and we'll make sure our broker partners aren't in a position to compete and win. Um, But we're certainly not out there uh, pounding our chest saying, you know, we're going to start a war to to drive out competition. Uh, We know that we're going to compete, of course, but, you know, competition is the broker superpower. It's their options. It lets them be in control and it gives them the ability to, uh, to do what they do best, which is choice, freedom, and optionality. It's not good when when lenders get out of of wholesale, and brokers know that.
1: Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com.
2: Wars aren't really sustainable, right? So, how do you see this playing out over the next few months or throughout the rest of the year?
4: Yeah, look, I think that's um, you saw a lot of other lenders try to follow the aggressive pricing, mm-hmm. and now you're seeing lenders not only stop following but just get out of the industry or get out of wholesale. So I don't think it's the end of it. I think you'll continue to see folks just not have the ability um, or the want to continue to run um, at a margin it takes to compete. But Mm -hmm. that's not good for brokers. It's not good for the broker community at all. Brokers know that. Mm -hmm. Having lenders choose to step out because they either don't have the ability or they don't want to continue to try to compete at this price, is just it's one by one um, really going to destroy the, the broker model mm-hmm. if it continues to go on and on and on.
2: Mm-hmm. And you'll have to educate me because I, I started reporting on this industry during the boom. Um, so have, has Rocket ever really had to been forced to engage in something like this before? Um, I imagine you've seen the market consolidate. Um, before, and you've been through that, a lot of um people in the industry have. But, um, have you ever seen a price war waged like this as aggressive?
4: We've definitely seen price years over time. I and mean, we've been in business for almost forty years. We've been in wholesale um, for almost fourteen years. And there's been some aggressive shifts in the market where um this this is one of the most aggressive. But, yeah, we've definitely seen this in the past.
2: Mm-hmm. And your response is always, create new initiatives um constantly empower your broker partners and how does how does this I mean how does it usually end I'm curious
3: we've been we've done nothing over time but grow as mm-hmm. a company
4: and the reason that you know we're the largest mortgage company in America is because, We're constantly adapting to what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. We're very, very well-rooted in a great culture and looking decades ahead. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, it helps us make the right long-term decisions versus quarter-by-quarter decisions. And so we're always going to invest. We're always going to do the right thing. Um, And that's why we've continued to win over nearly 40 years.
2: Mm-hmm. And what do you think about the overall consolidation of the market? I mean, a lot of people have been saying the market was over capacity during the boom and this is just kind of a natural balance and fluctuation. Um do you think that's a, a large contribution to it? I mean, other than aggressive pricing wars and things things of that nature.
4: I mean, capacity has to come out of the industry. I mean, we had a we were in a I don't know, a 4.2 trillion dollar market. Now, depending on what you look at, we're probably around a $2 trillion market. But I think there's probably, and I'm guessing here, but around $3 trillion of capacity still in the market. So it hasn't gotten back down to where it should. And you're seeing you're seeing that capacity start to come out and you're seeing people either completely get out of mortgage or shut down certain channels of their business. But I don't think it's over. We still definitely haven't adjusted down to the new reality of where the market's at.
2: Mm-hmm. And people have been making predictions of how long this um this is going to last the competition between wholesale lenders. And some people say that, well, by this time next summer, um, you won't be seeing this type of uh, aggressive pricing. But what do you what do you see in 2023 and what going going on between wholesale lenders and what, how many wholesale lenders do you think will will be left? I mean, in terms, you know, of the larger players.
4: Yeah, I mean if you look at what's going on with inflation and and what the Fed has tipped their cap to I don't think you're going to see any refi booms or many refi booms in 2023. And so it'll stay very competitive and you'll most likely see capacity continue to come out of the out of the market. But again, we will control we're not it's tough to predict the future and we don't try to spend a whole lot of time thinking about that. We spend time looking at our partners and saying, what do you want? What do you need? How do we earn your business the right way? And we're willing, again, we're blessed to be very well capitalized. And um, we have a great leadership team here at Rocket Pro TPO. And we're we're focused on building and investing. And we're not going to slow down in 2023. So whether it's a, a, a quote unquote price war continues to, 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 to last a very long time, um, none of it scares us. We're here for the long run.
2: Mhm. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And um um in in terms of the initiatives that you have coming out do you think I mean it's been pretty close you had the you rise your conventional loan limits UWM raises conventional loan limits um they have price cuts you have price cuts things things of that nature is it I mean is, is that a like, do you see that continuing? Do you see that every single, do you watch UWM? How does this work? Do you, are these initiatives? I'm just wondering, um, how do I phrase this question? Um, is it a tip for tat thing that's going on?
4: We is don't, intentional? we don't, as you know, UWM and Matt Ishbia especially focuses on us all the time. Um, whether it's the ultimatum or suing mortgage brokers if they want to use us or uh, talking about us. Mm -hmm. We try not to focus on that. We have Mm -hmm. another ism here, ignore the noise. And we focus on the things that we can control. And so what can we can control? It's understanding our brokers, our partners and what they need and what they love and what they hate and really just finding solutions. So as you know, we're All of these things you're seeing, whether it's, I mean, we rolled out higher loan limits, UWM followed us. We weren't following UWM. We knew that this would be a great thing for brokers to go out, win business market and differentiate themselves. Um, You're seeing us roll out products. It's not to follow, it's to lead. And we'll continue to do that. So Mm -hmm. it's a great question, but we're focused on our brokers, uh, not our competition.
2: Okay. And I'm sorry to keep asking about your competition, but um, when they follow up on what you do, do you think that's necessarily a good strategy um, for somebody to follow up on their competitor, kind of matching whatever they do? How well do you think that works? And what is the rocket philosophy on that strategy?
4: Um, I mean, of course, it's, it's really important to understand what's going on out there our brokers are competing with with all sorts of lenders so understanding what they're competing with is very very important but we're not focused on a specific lender no we're focused on ourselves and building a great team and just as in probably more importantly we're focused on our partners and building a great platform for them so just following your competition and doing what they do is not a good strategy it's following the people that you serve and making sure you're building the best possible partnership and platform for them is is a winning strategy.
2: Mm-hmm. And what is I could your... jump in
4: there. If I could jump in there, kind of call back to what Austin said previously too. We're not thinking just this quarter or a quarter ahead, we're thinking years ahead. So we're, we're trying to innovate and think ahead of the curve instead of just reacting to what's happening, what some other lender is doing or what's happening right now in the market.
2: Okay. Yeah. okay. And I know that Rocket promotes choice. For-
4: I mean, you can't innovate by copying what your competition's doing. And so we're obsessed with innovation and then turning those ideas into action. And it's that you're not gonna innovate by staring at your competition.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. Uh, By the way, um, I I imagine there are multiple people behind this, but is there anyone that you wanna pinpoint for for, with coming up with these initiatives? Anyone that, or any department that you would like to highlight?
4: It's a great question. I mean, we have an incredible team, whether it's our product strategy team, that's just entrenched with our brokers, just figuring out what type of technology and solutions they need. Our product lab team, which is constantly meeting or flying out to broker's offices, asking, you know, what type of new uh, mortgage products would help differentiate yourself in your community? And then coming out with a lot of the stuff that you're seeing. Um, Of course, our sales team just being in the trenches with brokers and helping coach teach and, and inspire them to go do more business. So, um, we're, I'm incredibly proud of the team we work with and, uh, and we're only getting started.
2: Awesome. And I know that rocket obviously promotes choice amongst brokers. What kind of, advice would you give to your broker partners at this time who are struggling to find many choices left or who are feeling disappointed with um, the amount of wholesale lenders going out of the business? Because a lot more people are entering the wholesale um, channel, but of course, now we're seeing fewer options. So what kind of solace or advice would you kind of offer to them?
4: This is a market that you you got to be a learner big time. You know what worked the last three years you can't just run the same play and there's a lot of things you can do to learn first of all you can learn all the nuance of all these new products that are rolling out not only understand the ins and outs but how to market them how to position them and how to sell them so i would say make sure you know all of your lending partners know all of the unique niche products they have inside and out but just as importantly how to package them. The packaging is just as important as the content. So, um understanding how to speak to these new products to real estate agents, to referral networks, to consumers, to first-time home buyers because again, the rate and term refis um they're not they're nearly extinct for now. So, being creative and learning new products is an incredible incredible talent that people need to focus on and then perspective. I mean, look, We think in terms of decades and brokers should as well. This is a beautiful industry to get into. Working in America, the greatest country on earth, in the housing industry, which is the heartbeat of the greatest country on earth. It is a great and beautiful place to build a long-term career. However, it's cyclical and there's cycles in this beautiful business and career, but you can't get caught up in the cycles mentally, You got to look at it long-term. We're not, you know, Warren Buffett talks about traders versus investors. Traders look at the market on a day-to-day, a week-to-week, a month-to-month basis, where an investor looks at it as over a lifetime. And being patient but persistent um, is the same thing in this industry. And so folks, again, need to be learners. They need to control their perspective and just understand that you chose a beautiful industry to build a long-term career on. But it's cyclical, and we're in a cycle. And there's still a lot of business to be had.
0: Check out what's going on in wholesale in the November issue of NMP magazine. We'll be right back with the rest of your headlines after a word from our sponsor.
1: This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to sign up. Penny PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply.
0: Here's the rest of your headlines for today, November 1st. Redfin reports that home buyers are flocking towards affordable metros like Sacramento, Miami and Las Vegas. Caliber is suing Union Home Mortgage for rating 51 employees, and Wells Fargo is in trouble with the SEC and U.S. Justice Department for conducting fake interviews to meet the diversity requirement for jobs that were already filled.
4: This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutampereur, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is Head of Multimedia and Christine Stewart is Editorial Director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate and the music you hear now is Glossy by SkyGaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.